Welcome to Women Living Courageously, a virtual women's ministry working in tandem with the ministries of Love Worth Finding. We are ordinary women pursuing an extraordinary God, and we are here to encourage you to laugh without fear of the future. I'm your host, Melanie Red, and I want to tell you we are so glad that you're here today. And I have something fun for you today. I get to have one of my good friends. We are friends online. We have had opportunity to talk and do Zoom calls and be involved in projects together. My friend, Alisa Nico, is with us. And I want to tell you a little bit about her before I, I let you talk with her. She's married to Philip, and they have five children. She's a writer, a blogger, and she shares hope all over social media. And she's about to release her first book next year. And so I wanted her to come on and for you to have the chance to get to know her a little bit. So welcome, Elisa. We are so glad you're here today. Thanks for having me, Millie. I'm so excited to be here. I always like to ask these two questions as we start, because we have this motto at Women Living Courageously, and we say we're ordinary women, but we serve and pursue an extraordinary God. So I want to know, how are you an ordinary woman? How are you just one of the girls? Well, I'm a wife a mother of five, a businesswoman, and a grad student. I'm just a girl who's juggling a lot of things in life, like most women today. But like many other women, I've experienced some really difficult times. And I've been through the tragic death of my father, a second-term miscarriage, and just in general have experienced the ups and downs of life and marriage and motherhood. Yeah, you are just one of the girls. You're one of the good girls, for sure. How has God been extraordinary to you? You know, in those moments of hardship, I've also experienced an extraordinary God who's walked me through and showed me love and comfort. He literally took those devastating moments and turned them into a testimony to help other women, which is what I'm totally passionate about now. You know that. Absolutely. And I love seeing your post. I love seeing the things that you share on Instagram and Facebook and through your website. And so thank you for your ministry. And I I believe as people listen, they're going to want to get to know you more and they're going to be encouraged by your ministry. And so before we go on, I want to share something with you. As you know, our friends at Love We're Finding make this podcast possible. And Love We're Finding is supported by generous gifts from people who are blessed by our ministry. And this month, we're offering a wonderful new devotional book called Wonder and Worship. And you can get this gift for a gift of any amount. And y'all, I have to tell you, I help compile and edit this book, and so I'm super excited about it and how it's turned out. It is so encouraging, and I believe you'll be blessed by this resource. I'll put the link in the show notes, and you go over and check it out after you listen today. All right, back to the interview. We're going to talk about this new book project, this new encouragement that you have coming up. Tell us about the book, and it's called this, The Battle Plan for Fear. Tell us about the book. How did this all come about? Well, I know it's going to be new to everyone else, but this book has been a baby and in the infant stages for about 15 years. (laughs) So this, I mean, to say that I'm excited about this thing coming alive right now is an understatement. I mean, it's just, it's definitely been a work in progress. Um, In a nutshell, it's, this book is, God bringing me through some of the darkest times of my life and what he did and showing me how to overcome fear and giving me a real process. And I think that's so important because, you know, a lot of times, you know, we feel fear and we think of it as an emotion, but fear is also a spirit. And so we have to battle it in the spirit, not always in the flesh. So this this 
book is really the process that God brought me through during some of the darkest times of my life. And so um, he gave me a real process to use. And I think that's so important because, you know, we all struggle with fear at some level. But, you know, sometimes we struggle with fear at the emotional level where we actually feel afraid or fearful because something's coming at us. And then there is the spirit of fear that can come on us that the enemy uses against us to stop us in life, to hold us back from God's best. And that's the fear that I was experiencing. And I think that's the fear a lot of Christians are experiencing. And they feel, you know, almost guilty for feeling that way. Cause they're like, I'm a Christian. I'm saved. I know Jesus. Why am I feeling this way? And so I am writing this book to set people free from that. And I just know that, that this process that God has brought me through has been so freeing in my life, you know, of course, still a work in progress, right? You know, I'm not, you know, I haven't arrived, but I have come so far by using this process. And it's just a combination of holy habits and and different things that God has taught me through my story, his word, and also through some of the characters in the Bible. That's excellent. And I think a lot of people will be able to relate. And I know you've had this project on your heart for a long time. And so I'm excited that it's finally getting to the page. So let me ask you this, because you mentioned fear. Why is fear such an issue today? Why do you think it seems like it's worse in recent days? And so what are some of the reasons or why do you feel like fear is such a problem for people today? Yeah, I mean, it's funny because I've looked back over, you know, again, this has been a 15 year journey of writing this book, but just some of the major tragedies that we've had just in our society in America. You know, I look back at some of the things I wrote about 9-11. I mean, just a, a tragedy that our whole country felt. And then recently with COVID, the whole world felt it, you know, and so there's so many things um, in this world that that can cause us to fear because it's unknown, you know, and I think that's kind of what we struggle with in life. We know, okay, we can expect the unexpected. Right. I mean, things happen. We don't know why we're like, what's going on? And we kind of feel this sense of being out of control, you know, and the good thing is, is that even when we feel out of control, we have a God who's in control. And I think it's it's really taking that mindset and bringing it back to who our God is and not our situation. And this book is full of practical things to help people do that. That's such a good word. You know, I was thinking about our ministry was founded by a pastor named Adrian Rogers, and he used to say fear is what happens when we calculate without God. And it sounds like that's what you're saying is we don't need to leave him out of our thinking and out of our world. So that's a, that's a great word. This is going to be good. Let me ask you another question. What happens if we stay afraid? You know, I, I think all of us have moments of fear, but what happens when we live in fear? Man, I tell you, I, I can answer that question honestly because I've been there, um, you know, for years. I mean, I and I and I hate even admitting this, but I know that will help other people. And this is why I, I tell my testimony and why I, you know, say these things. But there was a point in my life that I was so fearful and living in anxiety that I didn't even leave my house. It was like I was afraid if I left, I would have an, a panic attack. Or I would just feel out of control and anxious and not know what to do. And I know that there are so many people that are living in that. And even those people who are not experiencing that depth of fear and anxiety, but it's still holding them back, this book is for them too. This is not just for the person that's in the deep depths that's like, oh man, well, I'm not at that level. 
you know, um, because fear is the number one tool, I guess, that the enemy uses to stop us. It's um, again, it's not just an emotion, but it's a spirit. And that tactic, it tries to hold us back. It prevents us from walking in the purpose that God has for us. John 10, 10 says that the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. And many times that comes through fear and intimidation. But the good news is that in that same verse, Jesus says that he came to give us life and life in abundance. And that's what I want to show others through this book, how despite what they've been through or are going through, that they can live an abundant life in Christ. So we're going to cover like, you know, some issues that affect the abundant life. We're going to talk about um, identity, shame, fear, rejection. I mean, all the things that are holding people back from walking in that abundant life, we're going to cover. That sounds like that's going to be amazing. All right. So you talk about a battle plan. What is the battle plan? Tell us the battle plan to overcome fear, anxiety, and lies in everyday life. What is that? So the battle plan is actually a method. It's tools in our belt. Um, You can even look in Ephesians and we see we put on the full armor of God, right? So God has given us weapons. You know, I was was researching in this book about the difference between a battle and a war. Because, I mean, God gave me this. I mean, this book has had like three or four different um, titles. And then God was like, no, this is the title. And I knew... It's the battle plan. And the reason being is because we're all in a battle. We're all facing a battle. Now we're all in a war, but the good thing is, is a war is a strategic, like big thing. Jesus died. So the war is won. We have victory in Christ, right? But there's these battles and it's the enemy coming against us to stop us from furthering the kingdom and from walking in our purpose. And so this method is going to take us through some of the, um, you know, my story, obviously, but then also it's going to take us through some of the stories of the greats in the Bible. You know, they went through battles too. Sometimes I think we look at the Bible and think, oh, but that was David. Oh, but that was Moses. But when you read, you're like, they've been through some stuff, you know? And so we're going to see how we can overcome rejection like David. We're going to learn how to pray like Hannah when we're in barren seasons. And we're going to have faith like Abraham when we're waiting on breakthrough. Each chapter of the book is going to confront the lies of the enemy with the truth of God's word. And we're going to learn how to put on that full armor of God and use the weapons that he's given us to win the battles that we're facing. That's going to be great. That sounds so good. And you mentioned Hannah. I just did a podcast and her story and some of the struggles she went through. So I'll link that in the show notes because this really applies. Y'all may want to go back and, and catch that episode. All right. Next question. What roles have the spiritual disciplines like prayer, Bible study, worship played in your victory over fear? You know, it's funny because when I look at the actual plan, like the actual steps that God brought me through, all of the disciplines are there. Praise, worship, reading the Bible, prayer, and then, you know, my big one, declaring the word. There is nothing more powerful than speaking God's word. I, he, it's funny, you know, during this second part of, I'll back up a little bit, you know, in my twenties, my dad suddenly died in a car accident. I was in my early twenties. I had two babies and I was just like, Whoa, what is going on here? Um, that instilled a lot of fear in me. Fast forward, um, into my thirties, I had a second trimester miscarriage. 
spun me right back into that fear and anxiety. I think it was the loss. It just, I just couldn't understand. I felt out of control, like we were talking about earlier. And so during that second time, um, God had taught me some things, but one of the things he really started instilling in me was to learn about his character. And so he brought me through the Psalms. And honestly, I, and I hate even admitting this, but I did not like the Psalms because every time I thought of the Psalms, I thought of my dad's death because, you know, Psalm 23, walk through the shadow shadow of the valley of death. And, you know, you hear that at funerals and I'm like, I don't want to read that, you know, but then as I started getting into the Psalms, I realized that it reveals God's character and who he was and who he is in my life, you know? And so as I went through that and started writing down, I wrote down every single thing that God says about himself in the Psalms so that I could know his character. I could know his love for me because if I know who he is, I can trust him. And if I can trust him, there's no reason to fear. And so that process, and actually this is going to be one of the things that I give away free with the book is that big download of all of the things that God says about himself. What sounds like it's going to be a great resource, really practical, really encouraging, really inspiring. And I know from from working with you and serving with you and collaborating in ministry, you have such a heart to encourage, especially women. And so I'm excited about this book. It's coming out in 2023. We don't have the release date yet, but what we'll do is we'll be sure to share uh, when it comes out. You'll let us know and we'll share it all over our social media. But before we go, how if people want to know more about your ministry and they want to get in touch with you so that they're certainly on the list when the book comes out, tell us the best way they can get in touch with you and maybe get some free resources from you. Yeah, I, I obviously blog at Flourishing Today. So at flourishingtoday.com, I have all kinds of different free resources. I have Bible reading plans. I have overcoming fear prayer plans that they can sign up for. And once they sign up for those things, they're on my list and they'll get all the updates. Also on um, on Instagram and Facebook. So I'm going to be having some really cool giveaways and freebies and, and just encouragement on there so they can obviously follow that. And we'll have information on there as well. I know I have bought the URL for the battleplanbook.com. So we'll probably use that to actually purchase the book. And then, you know, as it comes closer, they'll be able to buy the book through that link. That's wonderful. And I'll tell you, as when the book comes out, you and I will talk again. Maybe we can do a, a Facebook Live or a, another interview so that people can know, hey, the book's here in case y'all want to grab it. So this is good. I'm so excited you're putting this material into one resource. I think it's going to be so encouraging. Well, let me ask you this. Before we go, is there anything else that you want to share? Anything else that's on your heart? You know, one of the things that um, that I get asked a lot and that I really love to share is people say, okay, if I'm struggling with anxiety or fear, what do I do? And so I wanted to give some practical tips that, that, you know, your listeners can walk away with that if they're struggling with fear and anxiety, these are two things that I can hold on to. The first thing is don't do life alone. That's one of the first lessons that God taught me when I got saved. And then, you know, if it's just us and Jesus, then we're left to the attacks of the enemy because everything is coming through our grid. And so we need other people in our life to just, you know, kind of give us perspective. Um, The Bible says in 
Proverbs 15, 22, that there's wisdom and safety in a multitude of counselors. And so having other godly people praying for us and speaking truth to us when we need it, it's a gift. And so that would be my number one. Another thing I would say is stay in the word. Stay in the word. The word is our weapon. Hebrews 4, 12 says it's alive. It's active. It's sharper than a double-edged sword. It has the power to bring down strongholds, the power to cut through lies of the enemy. And then, you know, when Jesus was being tempted by the enemy in the wilderness, he used the words. So that's our strategy is the word. So community and the word. Those are two things that I think that everyone can walk away with and go, okay, I can do those two things. Amen. Those, that's a good That's a good final word. Thank you. <laughs> that's a really good word. This has been so encouraging, and it's been so good to talk to you today. Thank you so much for joining us and coming on the program today. Thank you for having me. I love always talking with you. So. Absolutely, girl. It's been good. Well, listen, as you're listening today, as we finish up, would you do us a couple of favors as we close out? If you've been encouraged, leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts. These help us tremendously, and we may share your review on the show one day. Also, share the podcast with someone else today. If you know someone that's especially struggling with fear or you think they would really benefit from what Elisa has shared, share it with them. Just copy the link and text it to someone or screenshot our podcast and share it on your social media. And if you'll tag me, I will share your profile. And so we appreciate the shares and the stars and the reviews. Thank you for those. Also, one more thing before we go. Here we are at the end of the year. And I want to tell you something fun that's coming in 2023. We're in the process of doing a little rebranding, refurbishing, and refreshing around here. And as we pray and plan for next year, we are so excited about many of the new and improved ministry opportunities and facets we will soon be sharing with you. So stay tuned. Remember, we're ordinary women who are in a relationship with an amazing and extraordinary God. 